0: Baldr was once one of the most beloved gods, and a son of Odin. Odin was the chief of the gods, and Frigg was the powerful sorceress goddess. They were Baldr's parents. Baldr was a powerful, generous, courageous, and joyful, and he gladdened the hearts of everyone that he spent time with. However. This meant that when he began to have ominous dreams of a grave death befalling him, the gods were terrified and appointed Odin to discover the meaning of the dreams. Baldur's father wasted no time in hunting down the meaning. He mounted Sleipnir and took off into the Nine Realms. Disguised, he rode down to the underworld to consult Asiris, with whom he knew was wise in these matters. He reached the Underworld and was received with a surprise. He found the halls decorated in splendor, as if some magnificent feast was about to occur. Odin found the seeress and awoke her, questioning this festivity. She merrily recounted that the preparations were for Baldr, who would be joining them soon. With a large smile, she recounted the tale of how Balder would meet his doom stopping only once she eventually saw through the disguise and discovered that it was Odin and realized the nature of his visit. Odin returned to Asgard in sorrow and told his fellow gods of what he had been told. This devastated Frigg, and she yearned for any chance of saving her special son. She took off on a voyage where she visited every entity in the universe, both living and non-living, and obtained oaths from each of them to never harm Balder. Once Frigg had secured the oaths, the gods made a sport out of his newfound immortality. They threw spears, swords, rocks, and anything else they could find at him, and all it did was bounce off without injuring him. However, Loki, the god of mischief and evil, took this as an opportunity to cause some trouble. He went to Frigg in disguise, and asked her, did all things in the cosmos swear oaths to never harm Balder? Yes, she replied, everything but the mistletoe. However, it's such a small, innocent thing that I felt it useless to ask it. What could it ever do to my son? Upon hearing this, Loki grinned and rushed off to find the nearest mistletoe he could find. Loki fashioned a spear out of the mistletoe and brought it to the area where the gods were playing their game. He gave it to the blind god, Hoder, and handed him the spear. You must have felt quite left out having to sit back here and not give Baldr the honor of testing his invincibility. Here, throw this. Hoder accepted the spear and threw perfectly. It pierced Baldr's heart and he f- fell to the ground, dead. The gods trembled with anguish at the events that had unfolded before their eyes, as they knew that this was the beginning of Ragnarok, the death of the cosmos and the end of the gods. It took a while, but Frigg had composed herself enough to ask the remaining gods if there were any among them who were brave, loyal, and compassionate enough to make the journey to the underworld and offer Hell a ransom for the return of Balder. Hermod, a previously unknown son of Odin offered himself up to make the journey. Odin offered him sleep near to take to make the journey, and Hermod took off. While Hermod was off, the gods arranged a beautiful funeral for their fallen friend and ally. They turned his ship into a pyre fitting for a great eternal king. However, when the time came to set the ship on sail, the gods found the ship stuck in the sand and themselves unable to force it to budge. They made multiple failed attempts, but eventually they had to try something different. They summoned the strongest being in the cosmos, the giantess Hirokin. She made quite the dramatic entrance in Asgard, arriving riding a wolf and using poisonous snakes as the reins. She dismounted her wolf and walked over to the ship and, giving it a great push, Such a mighty push, in fact, that the land quaked as the ship was freed from the sand. The gods brought Baldr's body out to the ship. However, Baldr's wife, Narnia, was overcome with such grief that she died on the spot and was placed beside her husband on the boat. The fire was lit, and Thor hollowed the flames by holding his hammer over them. Odin laid his ring upon the fire, and Baldr's horse was led onto the ship. All types of beings from across the nine realms attended Baldur's funeral. Elves, dwarves, Valkyries, and many other beings attended, and altogether they watched the ship disappear over the horizon and into the sunrise. Meanwhile, Hermod rode through nine nights, getting deeper and darker on his quest to rescue the part of Baldur that had been sent down to hell. He made it to the river Gjol, and confronted the giantess Modgud who guarded the bridge into Hell. He answered her questions to her satisfaction, and she moved aside, allowing Sleipnir to leap over the wall. Sleipnir rode up the f- rode up to the front gates of Hell's castle. Hermod spotted her throne, then dismounted Sleipnir and approached her. Baldr was seated in the throne of honor next to her, looking pale and downcast. Hermod stayed the night. And in the morning approached Hel and pleaded her to release his brother. She made a deal with Hermod. She would release Baldr if every living thing in the cosmos agreed to weep for him. However, if even one thing refused, Baldr would remain Hel's forever. Hermod rode immediately to Asgard and relayed this news to the rest of the gods. They sent messengers to every end of the cosmos, asking everything they met if they would agree to weep for the lost god. Indeed, everything did weep for Baldur, save the giantess Tok, who was actually the god Loki in disguise. Tok coldly told the messenger, Let hell hold what she has. In this way, Baldur was condemned to live forever in the cool darkness in the underworld, never feeling the warmth of the sun again. That was the Norse tale of Baldur and the Mistletoe. However, there are still many amazing tales to come out of Norse mythology, along with many other myths from many other cultures. I hope you enjoyed, and please check out next week's video where I tell the tale of the Prince and the Sphinx from Egyptian mythology.